0: Welcome to Rooster Radio, a broadcast dedicated to supporting and promoting local artists and musicians in the Gaston County and surrounding areas. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Cody with a K, here with Michael Carpenter. Today we're talking to Good Rock and Sam, a seasoned blues and R&B outfit hailing from Durham, North Carolina. Their experiences and journeys in music have brought them together to write what we can best describe as an amalgamation of styles peppered into blues music. These guys have recently released their third album entitled Blue Durham, and they're sharing their single Memphis with us today. Let's have a listen now.
1: If you ever get down to Memphis, we're down in Tennessee. There's a whole lot happening down on that old Mississippi. Memphis, you want hip town. Rhythm and blues all around, Memphis, you want hip town. Rhythm and blues all around in Memphis. Take a walk down by landscapes where the king bought his threads. Then head out to Graceland the man laid his head. Memphis, you want hit town. Rhythm and blues all around. Memphis, you want hit town. Rhythm and blues all around in Memphis. A musical playground that's why all the great players yeah they're coming to this town Memphis you want hip town rhythm and blues all around Memphis you want hip town Rhythm and blues all around in Memphis We went down to Memphis Yeah, searching for a three-o. Found something better, yeah Down on that old town, rhythm and blues all around in Memphis. Yeah, down in Memphis town, oh, down on that old Mississippi, Memphis, oh, Memphis. Yeah, down in Memphis town. Memphis.
0: Right there, what, ladies and gentlemen, uh, was good rockin' Sam, and boy, were they ever rockin'. That right there took me to another dimension, guys. That's that's tasty jams. I mean, we're, today we're talking to Mike Conway on guitar, we got Dave Mosier on the vocals and
2: keys, and Chuck Taylor on the bass and vocals. And then we're missing uh, t- today, Dave Sword is our drummer and the lead vocalist of the band, and he's the one that sang the lead vocals on that song. Okay, so it's
0: kind of like a Phil Collins thing, yeah. play drums, sing at the same time.
2: Yeah, um, you know, uh, we kind of put him more in the Levon Helm bucket, but it is (laughs) really interesting to watch him try to sing and play drums at the same time, and and, uh, we don't give him enough credit for being able to pull that off. It's not easy. Oh, yeah, that, that requires a lot of talent,
0: you know. So the song we just heard, Memphis, was inspired by a trip you all took there, uh, would you mind telling our audience why you went to Memphis and how your trip inspired such a great song? Because, man.
3: Chuck, why don't you, you want to cover that? Well, uh, I'll put, cover part of it. We a trip to Memphis in 2017, I think, uh, for the International Blues Challenge. At the end of uh, January, it was really, really cold, as you might imagine, on the river there. But we knocked around the Beale Street area quite a bit, went over to Sun Studios, walked by Lansky's Haberdashery uh, several times a day.
2: We went to Stacks.
3: Chuck and I went to Stacks, the Stacks well, on, on the our way, way out. out. Yeah, we went to Stacks. But it was just, we were just so impressed that uh, we were in the midst of, of you know, a thousand really top notch blues musicians in this. This three-block area, music everywhere.
2: Every, every every door you'd walk by, and Mosher, you want to say anything about the the trip?
4: Yeah, you know, there was there was bands from all over the world, which was cool. You know, um, it's American music, but but people all over the world are, are so taken by the music that they've actually dedicated their lives to it. You know, traveling traveling overseas to Memphis to uh, participate in this.
5: How big of a festival was this? Like, how many people were there?
4: Thousands, thousands.
2: There were, there were. I don't know how many hundreds of bands there were. Were there? There, there was at least two hundreds. Yeah. Jeez. Um, Plus all
3: the solo act. All
2: the solo acts, and um, needless to say, we got um, we got our butts kicked. We were up against uh, the Guitars for Canned Heat, like the, the, the bands like that. So, I mean, like we had uh, uh, bands from Austin, show bands from Mississippi. But the thing that was really neat about it is it was not it was not a competition. Bands were just there to kind of meet each other, yeah. share CDs, trade cards. Nobody went in expecting that they were going to win. Like, I know, like, Susan Tedeschi competed in this thing several years back, and I think she came in third place. Jeez it's 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 not really it's more like a convention of like-minded peoples, really where the the joy of that whole thing was.
0: that's That sounds amazing. and and sounds like you know a lot of people coming together from a lot of different places. and uh, and I mean, you fellows are all you know from all over the country. So tell us how you know you guys ended up in North Carolina in a in a band together.
3: Well, I, I know for one that i uh, I moved from Montana here and and hooked up with a, a neighborhood band that uh, broke up, and, and about a year later, I got invited to a jam session by the keyboard player that I'd worked with, and he brought along Mike Conway. And I started calling all these Thunderbird, fabulous Thunderbird songs, <laughs> and he knew every lick for every song. And it That's took me brilliant. about another year or two for me to to find him again. That's when right, I, I, try to,
2: I try to keep a low profile. <laughs> yeah. I don't want people looking <laughs> for me. <Yeah. laughs>
3: But uh, yeah, I, you know, my wife and I moved here for work, and uh, and I I found a gold mine.
2: Oh yeah,
0: you guys all did.
2: You know, it comes together so well. And I knew Mosier Mosier and I actually played in a band together way long ago, even before I met Chuck. And we kind of had our original keyboard player. Um, he kind of had to move on, and so I called Mosher out of the blue and. You know, we had him come sit in with us one night and we were all like smiling by the end of the night because um, we kind of felt like a sort of a, the final piece had been sort of dropped in the board. So we're really happy. You know, we have like, we really like the small combo format. Um, right, right. You know, a, a lot of the bands we dig, you know, a lot of the Memphis music and stuff like that. It's uh, keys, guitar bass drums and, you know, we're able to keep it really tight. Plus we have three really good singers in Dave and Dave Mosier and Chuck Taylor. So, you know, we're having fun sort of playing with that as we did on that song. Absolutely.
5: I got to say we're we're helping promote their new album, Blue Durham. In listening to your music, no offense to anybody else, but one of my favorite things about the way you structure songs is the way the keys work in and out of them. I mean, I got to say it's, it's masterful.
2: Yeah, I, I, I would have to agree. I think it rests a lot on, you know, and, you know, Mosier, like when we were recording this record, and I'll let, and, and Dave, you should jump in, but Mosier was really paying a lot of attention to arrangements, and that really kind of made me happy, because, again, the people that we kind of listened to, like High Rhythm, you know, Stacks, uh, the Stacks house band, it really was more about. You know the tight arrangements and the um you know just the, the sort of heartbeat rhythm and you know a cor- sort of trimming away what shouldn't be there and that's really kind of where we were at when we were doing this record so yeah
4: i well, would disagree. Kind of basically i drove them all crazy
2: <laughs> True. that's well hey it's all right
4: <laughs> let me let me tell you a story about how i met mike conway i had moved from new jersey uh, to North Carolina and I put a printed, it's hard to imagine in this day and age, a printed sign on the um what was the what was the music store, Mike and Music Mar- Loft. Music, music Loft. Loft. I'd put a printed sign on the on on the door or on their message board. Instead of looking for somebody that you know that plays some soul music. And um Mike called me and uh <laughs> And he was looking for a vocalist. And I'm like, yeah, I can do that. And uh, so I tried out, and I sucked. <laughs> and he said, he, he goes, yeah, um, um, not the vocals so much, but, uh, but I like your keyboards. <laughs> and that's, that's how we met.
0: What a great story, you know? And we have to express our appreciation for the song, where yet, uh, much like the Roosters' mission, it's, it's very local-centric. You know, and you guys put together a really fun tune that's, you know, it's kind of an ode of sorts to your city. Uh, whose idea and how did it come? How, how did it come together like that?
2: Well, all these songs are are all sort of jointly mm-hmm. written. So it was yeah, honestly, it was uh, looking at a New Orleans slang directory. You know, you know, in other words, where do you go to find inspiration for songs? Right. And right. one of the great places to look is like slang dictionaries or like urban dictionary <coughs> for phrases. So a lot of times we'll we'll try to build songs off phrases. So where yet is just what people yell at each other across the street corner, and so we kind of took that phrase and just kind of played with it. And we did on this record. We really, you know, we went to Memphis and we want and you know we kind of felt like you know here's like a place that has a sound. Right. Wouldn't it be super cool if like Durham. It already sort of is, actually. There's a lot, there is there is like a sound. Uh, there's different genres, but like in this area, there is a kind of a sound. There's several bands that kind of have a sound. And we were kind of wanting to say, what if we kind of looked at Durham as a place that had a sound and like all the songs are like part of the record. And I don't want to sound like, you know, too like grandiose because it's just some simple like references. But we did want to kind of make Durham part of the album and say, hey, we're from Durham because it's a great town.
5: I like how you put all the local references in the song, and you know, if, if you're not, if you don't know anything about Durham and you're not from there, you you might not get those references. But but you threw them in there. You, you kind of made this ode to to your city, and I can re- I, I for one really appreciate that you did, that you did something like that in your art. Yeah, you know,
3: for the most part, all of these songs, uh, somebody brings in a genesis of a, of a an idea, and, and usually that's Mike. You know, he just brought in this in and said, you know, how about if we do something, this rhythm or that rhythm? And all of a sudden, I mean, that, that song almost the, on the first run through was almost complete yeah, as right. you hear it.
0: And it, and it, seems, it seems like it, just, it all comes together on a lot of things. I mean, we got to talk about the baby maker on the album, uh, Only Man. Uh, wasn't this written as as a love song to to one of your wives? Talk. Let's talk about the inspiration and and uh, tell us how you made such a sexy song. That's Mosier.
2: He's the sexy one. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Says nobody. Um. <laughs> oh man, that's uh, um, wow. Um. <laughs> I was going to say
2: though, with with this long hair, I may take over as
4: the sexy one with this there non haircut he's Mike's the only one in the band that's got hair. Um, Yeah.
5: This is audio
4: guys. Don't give away your age. (laughs) Um, This, this is a song that I started to write in 1994, believe it or not, when I was engaged to my uh, wife to be, and um, I never finished it. In 2014, I was diagnosed with cancer and, um, and for whatever reason, I just said, I need to finish this damn song, and and yeah. this, is, this is what it is.
5: So it's almost like it was a, a coping mechanism, it sounds like.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right.
5: I I love to hear stories like that. Yeah. Fini-
4: it was fin- finishing finishing this story. Right.
5: It, it's a beautiful song, by the way. Yeah. If, if you're listening to this, and you're going to go check out Good Rockin' Sam's new album, Blue Durham, uh, you have to listen to Only to Man, only man yeah. and uh, listen to it with your lady or your man.
2: Yeah. I'm yeah. glad you picked it out because I've always liked that song very much because I like, you know, that was a song where um, uh, like Mosier could put some uh, like little icing on it, the sprinkles on it, you know, like with the, the uh, Callista bells and things like that, which are, which, you know, you don't hear too much, but you used to hear like in old Motown songs and old Al Green tunes. Um, yeah.
4: Um- yeah, I just want to add, at, at that time in my life, I was listening to a lot of Curtis Mayfield. And, Curtis Mayfield. Uh, you'll probably hear oh, some Curtis stuff. Mayfield reference. Yeah, good yeah. stuff. Good stuff.
2: Uh, I, I always thought it was, I, I thought it was Holy Man at first, like it was an Isaac Hayes tune. Like, I want to be your Holy Man. Because <laughs> like, I Isaac, so I, Isaac Hayes would have written that song. So I, I, I did try to at one point convince Mosher to go there, but... <laughs> <laughs>
0: We, we personally, we can't wait to get our doors open and and, uh, and bring you down to grace our stage. But, you know, until that happens, I uh, wonder if we can talk about some of the venues, you know, around North Carolina that, that you guys play and that our listeners should go out and support as, as things slowly start to open
2: open back up. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Chuck, why don't you, you want to jump in there?
3: Well, our, our favorite venue of all time, I think, has got to be the Blue Note Grill in Durham. It's a place we've been playing for, I oh, don't ever since it opened. It's like what ten years now or something.
0: Blue No Grill.
3: Yeah, it's on Washington Street, across from the old Bulls Ballpark that we referenced in uh, where you at. Awesome, awesome. We got to get down there, Michael.
2: Well, if you guys show up down there, we'll uh, we'll all split a a a pitcher or five. How's that?
5: Speaking of, you know, live performances and stuff, you sense the onset of the coronavirus and since everything's been shut down what have you guys been doing to stay tight to stay in it so to speak and are you performing together at all are you performing over the internet uh are, do you have anything to keep you going or are you just practicing at home
3: myself i'm just practicing at home i, I live way out in the country and it's just not the right time to be getting together yeah yeah you know, uh you know, Dave had can- uh, David Mosher's had cancer. He's at high risk. Dave Sword is, uh, you know, he's experienced. And <laughs> we're all at high risk except for Conway.
4: <laughs> but we're, no, uh, we're, yeah, we're,
2: we're, I'm probably like a higher risk to everybody around me. But um, um, no, we've, we've, we've uh, decided to not to just sort of stand down. First, to kind of take a little break and recharge our batteries, we've been doing a lot of woodshedding. Or nice. hopefully, everybody's—I'm yeah. looking at you all. Hopefully, you guys have been doing a lot of woodshedding and and writing. And um, there are some um, uh, like home studio recording, trading things going around, doing a little of that, but doing a lot of woodshedding and rehearsing on our own.
0: So, for any of you guys, has it you know has the current crisis brought out any kind of special inspiration for anything new? even with the, the pass-along audio files? Well,
4: so Mike's been writing a lot and doing, doing a lot with that stuff. Uh, I've written a couple songs myself.
2: Um, yeah, I, you know, it's, it's almost like um, I think the way we go is, you know, like when we did Other Side of Time and then we kind of went, you know, we kind of, when you're doing a recording, it's like you have to, like, get away from that for a little while and, and right. kind of like the batteries are drained, so, like, you're looking for new inspiration and stuff. So I've been doing you know, honestly what I've been doing a lot is like um uh how do you wanna say like actually going through um like the canon of like classic soul stuff and trying to map out the chord changes and how songs are structured and, and dissecting them and picking up the bass and so forth. So I've been you know, I I'm starting to like, you know, see like new songs come out, but it's really been kinda of like going back to the mind a little bit and just trying to You know, figure out because we don't want to do the same thing again for like the next record. Right.
0: Right. Of course. And I mean, to that point,
2: yeah, I'd like to know
0: who some of your influences are, you know, so uh, and we've kind of already dropped a few here and there. But I'm wondering if uh, you guys can go around and tell us who inspired you like early on to become a a musician, then tell us who you're listening to currently.
3: That's way that's too much uh there's been too much time passed
4: uh, <laughs> that's a hard question
3: but uh you know i started out playing bass along with my uh my british blues uh records and then uh joining joining bands uh you know since i've been playing music uh professionally since like 1973 that's awesome <laughs> so you know i uh, along the way, somebody that's really influenced me a lot has been the fabulous Thunderbirds.
2: They've always had a cook and rhythm section.
3: Yeah.
2: How about you,
4: Mosier? Um, yeah, lots lots of stuff out there. Hard to hard to pinpoint. Um, as I referenced Curtis Mayfield earlier, um, I've always um, I've always been drawn to Otis Redding, Sam Sam Cook. You know, and then some rockabilly stuff with, you know, obviously um, Elvis and uh, Little Richard and stuff like that.
3: Professor Longhair.
4: Oh, don't forget the Professor Longhair. And, and <laughs> in, the, in the last few years, I've listened to a lot of Dr. John. Oh, love Dr. John. One of these days, we'll work that one up. We're going to work that one up.
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and David actually has a voice, I think, that works with, like, Dr. John-like material. Love Dr. John. Um, yeah. I want to say, like, on this album – a lot of what the song Memphis is about is about after we got knocked out of the IBCs, we went over to rum boogie with some good friends of ours who are in the triangle blue society. And we caught uh, John Nemeth doing a set down there. So check out this cat, John Nemeth, um, and his Memphis band, which is structured a lot like ours and their materials, a lot like ours. So we actually mined, how they worked as a band a lot on this record and particularly in that song memphis and i think that song memphis is really about to me going to see john nemeth play with the blue dreamers at rum that night on beale which was a red letter night that was awesome um i do want to you know british blues was the same for me and i i did want to note the passing of peter green today which is like completely oh. that took you know the suck of 2020 uh, continues, but like Jeez. Peter, like the original Fleetwood Mac and the Clapton Bino stuff, that's where, you know, I like with Chuck, I, I started on the Bridge Blues <clears> guys and they got into the T Birds and, and then like the Stacks, you know, uh, Booker T. All
4: oh, the Stacks, Steve,
2: yeah. Steve Cropper. And also like the, I'm getting in really the high rhythm section and the Ooh. guys that, the guys um, from Royal Studios that did like the Al Green and the Ann Peoples and that kind of oh, thing. So, <laughs> yeah. So like I, for the I, next, next record, I really want to go like high rhythm and do something in, in that kind of pocket. Yeah, for sure.
0: That would be exciting. I can't wait, guys.
5: Tell our audience where they can find Good Rocking Sam um, online or wherever. Where, can, where, can, where should people go for your music, social media, website, uh, if you would share that with our audience?
2: Uh, it's a good, one word, goodrockingsam.com. So if you it's just go fish, to fish. www.goodrockingsam.com, you'll find links to everything. There's videos, there's uh, music, um, pictures, if you want to look at our our ugly mugs. Um. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I perused the site and I really enjoyed it, man. I actually listened to your music on Spotify. And, you know, even though we're here to promote Blue Durham, uh, they do have another album on Spotify that's just as good but very different, I noticed. Um, talk about the name Good Rockin' Sam. How did how did that come about?
3: Well, my br- uh brought it in. It's uh it's it's like an homage to uh, Magic Sam, who started his career as Good Rocking Sam until a uh, producer said, You look like a Magic Sam.
4: <laughs> right.
2: So we ha- we actually had a song called Good Rockin' Sam back when we were the Ravens, I think, or I don't know what we were called, yeah. and we said that's a terrible name, The Ravens. So um, we kind of adopted that song as a name, but it, that was like the Magic Sam, who's like one of my favorite guitar players, um, West Side Blues guy. Um, uh, it started from that, so that's that's where it came from. Yeah,
0: absolutely. If you guys could, I think you guys are already super successful. We asked all of the bands that come on, you know, this question. We always like to hear the different answers, but I'm wondering if you guys can define success. For good, rocking Sam. Like I said, I, I think you guys just blow it out of the water. But I'd like to hear from you guys, the artists, on on that question.
3: Well, for me, it's a full dance floor. <laughs> yes, it's pure and simple. It's it's just the joy that we see in people's faces when they're they're swinging their elbows and shaking their hips.
0: <laughs> I certainly was during the during the song when we played it. Um,
5: yeah, we saw. <laughs>
2: Mike and Dave go ahead Mike I'm sorry I was just going to say to see the progression from one like project to the next and hear the band grow because like albums you want to kill each other by the end but you don't sort of realize (laughs) till later how much better you sound you know from that sort of experience and that's what I actually get off on is that kind of that sort of the the journey of that
5: I can attest the album is wonderful I listen to it back to back to back at my hotel this past week, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I highly recommend our audience to go listen and purchase. Uh, and purchase. And David, what about you?
4: Um, I guess I would second what uh, what Mike Mike and Chuck have said. Um, I guess to create a a song that resonates, you know, with uh, with an audience um, that is true to ourselves and kind of. What were the, the kind of the uh, litany of musicians and, and musical history we'd like to be a part of? To see that come together um, is, is the greatest joy.
0: Absolutely. Well, again, thank you guys for coming on the show. New album is great. Um, and I certainly had a good rocking time
2: with Good and Sam. We, we thank you guys so much. You're so generous to have us come and visit with you guys. We yes, enjoy the indeed. podcast.
4: Thanks a lot.
2: Absolutely,
5: fellas, thank you so much for coming on with us, man. I really do appreciate it. I love that you're from Durham too, because it shows that you know local music isn't just Gaston County, but we can reach out and I cannot wait to get you guys on stage when we get open. You just have no idea. I've been raving about you guys for the last couple weeks to my wife, and I just I really enjoy it. Well, that's so nice to hear.
4: It it really is. All
5: right, fellas, y'all have a great weekend.
4: Thank you. Peace.
1: Memphis, you want hip town. Rhythm and blues all around. Memphis, you want hip town. Rhythm and blues all around.